Hello and welcome to our podcast. We are your hosts, Racing, Aliza and Ariel. And today we are going to discuss if Singapore society has become more post-racial. We'll be taking you through the different key events in Singapore history that are pivotal in shaping the collective Singaporean mindset through our well-crafted personas. So be sure to listen all the way through for the details. The 1964 racial riot was a communal race-based civil disturbance between the Malays and Chinese in Singapore, which was a product of the heightened racial tensions and conflict between the two races at that time. Singaporeans, blinded by hate and prejudice, chose to resort to violent means to resolve their ideological and political rifts. Following Singapore's merge with Malaysia in 1963, the 1964 racial riot were considered the worst ever racial riot to take place in Singapore's history. 23 people died, while 454 others suffered varying degrees of casualties and injuries. The two main divisions of the racial riots were the Chinese, that thought that inheriting privileges were a form of inequality, and the, and the Malays, which advocated for provision of special rights for the indigenous. Lee Kuan Yew has said during the time of the racial riot, each one of us shares a responsibility in keeping the situation here calm and normal. A personal anecdote from Basri Sumani, who was a young boy at the time of the racial riot, said that he could not for- forget what happened on 21st July 1964. As a small kid, I look forward to this day as we, as we would usually celebrate it by hosting feasts and it was the only time I could eat together with all my friends. He goes on to say, but then, on the day something happened during the procession, it was unclear who or what started the riot. When the riot started, a few elderly people dragged us away from the fight and we just followed. Our parents were very worried as they heard the broadcast over the radio. We didn't come back home for one night. People were scared, worried, while others were pouring out their rage and pent-up sentiment. Our nation was broken apart as chaos erupted in the streets and our national identity was shattered as we became more divided. After that incident, legislations were issued that aimed to maintain racial harmony and promote racial diversity and acceptance as a part of Singapore's identity, and this spurred Singapore's independence from Malaysia. Notable legislation and initiatives from the Singapore government was policies of multiculturalism and multiracialism that were passed which shaped Singapore's strong belief in promoting racial harmony today. Since 1997, the date 21 July, the day that the racial riots started, has been marked as Racial Harmony Day. On this day, Singaporeans and especially students are reminded that social division only weakens society and that race and religion will always be potential fault lines in Singapore society. It's a day for students to reflect on and celebrate the nation's success as a harmonious society built on cultural diversity. On 8 December 2013, a foreign worker, Mr Kumar, died under the wheels of a private bus at the junction of Racecourse Road and Hampshire Road. The drunk victim was denied entry as it was the Singapore School Transport Association SSTS policy not to ferry intoxicated passengers. He eventually complied, but shortly thereafter, he started chasing after the same private bus, lost his balance and fell face down into the path of the bus left front wheel. He was run over and died instantly. The driver of the private bus was cleared of all charges as evidence established that he was not at fault. The victim was in his blind spot during the crucial seconds just before the accident. The fatal traffic accident sparked a riot by about 400 foreign workers, mainly from South Asia. 
While riots normally occur when minority groups resort to violence to express discontent over specific issues such as employment and living conditions, the riot was neither planned nor was it related to ethnic discrimination. No one came forth in the support of the rioters' actions and no police brutality was involved. It was discovered that the riot was not caused by any deep-seated unhappiness among the foreign workers, but rather the result of an emotional outburst following the death of the drunk construction worker who had been run over the private bus after he tripped while running after the vehicle. 54 responding officers and 8 civilians were hurt, and 25 emergency vehicles were damaged, of which 5 were torched. Although the riot was clearly illegal and uncalled for, and abused the freedom that Singapore has afforded them as transient workers in the country, difficulties faced by the foreign workers were acknowledged, and suggestions were made to improve the conditions for the foreign workers. Suggestions include making annual pay increments a norm in the industry, better educating workers on their rights and protections, training those who deal with foreign workers on cultural sensitivity, forming support groups for the workers, and continuously improving the accommodation facilities. A ban on consumption of alcohol at public places such as at void decks and open areas in Little India will be in effect every weekend, public holiday and the eve of a public holiday. On 8 December 2013, a foreign worker, Mr Kumar, died under the wheels of a private bus at the junction of Racecourse Road and Hampshire Road. The drunk victim was denied entry as it was the Singapore School Transport Association SSTS policy not to ferry intoxicated passengers. He eventually complied, but shortly thereafter, he started chasing after the same private bus, lost his balance and fell face down into the path of the bus left front wheel. He was run over and died instantly. The driver of the private bus was cleared of all charges as evidence established that he was not at fault. The victim was in his blind spot during the crucial seconds just before the accident. The fatal traffic accident sparked a riot by about 400 foreign workers, mainly from South Asia. While riots normally occur when minority groups resort to violence to express discontent over specific issues such as employment and living conditions, the riot was neither planned nor was it related to ethnic discrimination. No one came forth in the support of the rioters' actions and no police brutality was involved. It was discovered that the riot was not caused by any deep-seated unhappiness among the foreign workers but rather the result of an emotional outburst following the death of the drunk construction worker who had been run over the private bus after he tripped while running after the vehicle. 54 responding officers and 8 civilians were hurt, and 25 emergency vehicles were damaged, of which 5 were torched. Although the riot was clearly illegal and uncalled for, and abused the freedom that Singapore has afforded them as transient workers in the country, Difficulties faced by the foreign workers were acknowledged and suggestions were made to improve the conditions for the foreign workers. Suggestions include making annual pay increments a norm in the industry, better educating workers on their rights and protections, training those who deal with foreign workers on cultural sensitivity, forming support groups for the workers, and continuously improving the accommodation facilities. A ban on consumption of alcohol at public places such as at void decks and open areas in Little India will be in effect every weekend, public holiday and the eve of a public holiday. While Singapore is definitely still progressing towards a more post-racial society, it is a goal that is still in our reach. What matters is that we play our individual roles as responsible citizens in order to contribute to the greater good of a more harmonious society. With that, we have come to the end of our podcast. Thank you for tuning in.